Hey, Monica. Hey, how's it going? It's none of our business. 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 Hi, everybody. Welcome to the It's Really None of Our Business podcast with Monica and Amanda. This is a show where we open a cheap bottle of wine and we attempt to solve the problems of the world. Oh. And uh, and normally we start with like, oh, what are the problems this week, right? So, got any problems? <laughs> I don't, but okay, I'll tell you what my problems have been the past couple weeks. Though, All right, tell me. Is I'm like drowning with stuff to do for some reason. Do you ever have those times where you just, you probably have felt this recently because you're moving. Like you just yeah. feel so busy. I'm pulled in a million different directions. Like just everything needs my attention and I'm giving everything a little bit of attention and I'm failing at everything. And, and when that happens to me, I become like, hyper anxious and i feel yes. like everything fails yes. like I, I can't put full concentration in anything and then i feel like my whole life is collapsing that is how i felt recently so then my problem has been that you left social media <laughs> <laughs> and you're so good at like updating our facebook stuff and then i just comment on a few of them yeah and i'm like we haven't done that. So then I'm like, that's another thing we're failing at our social media Okay, sucks. It's so not your fault. I'm not mad at you. The but. last, was it the last episode or the two episodes before I was complaining about how I was completely addicted to Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat. And that's all I did was scroll, scroll, scroll. So then I had this moment of like, I'm going on a Facebook diet. <laughs> well, I'm and, proud of you. And, I, and so I, I probably was off for two weeks where I didn't look at it didn't check any statuses i didn't anything and then but okay but at the same time i was really busy with other things like i was looking for holidays and i was yeah. looking at rent faster trying to find places to rent because we we're sold this place and we're looking for a place to rent and so i was still still had my head on a phone but i was no longer you, felt like you were being a little more productive though you weren't yeah scrolling. yeah and and so then when I went back, I'm like, okay, well, I'm bored now. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to look. And I didn't check all 100 notifications. I didn't. And then when I went through, I'm like, well, there's nothing here. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I didn't miss anything. That's... I didn't miss anything because my Facebook feed is filled generally with a lot of people I don't know. Yeah. Like it's because, you know, through the podcast I have, you know, friended everybody yeah. I've had on the podcast and all these people that, you know, the, to build up mm -hmm. a network and they do all this posting, and it's all people posting, trying to promote themselves. And I'm like, I don't give a shit yeah. about any of you people, and you people don't give a shit about me. Why am I doing this? Yeah. And I actually went through and started going delete, 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 yeah. delete. You know what I mean? And so I'm, you're you did like a detox, and now you're doing like a bit of a cleanse. I did, and then I got bored of that too. And I'm like, well, why am I even bothering? Yeah. You know, like the people that I really care about on Facebook, like the ten people that yeah. I. 20 people that I care about like they're not posting every day and I and I think that I really sort of gave me a bit of a wake-up call as to where my time is being spent and I I'm not fully there yet like I yeah. now I need to go well what should I be doing with this scrolling time with this research time like read maybe yeah reading like, is and great. now that it's summer like there's no reason I can't be out going for a bike ride yeah. in the evening and like, that's the stuff that needs to be done. Yeah, yeah. It, you know? It's like them, and that'll help your mental health, too. Like, with, with for me, like, the feeling so anxious because I've got so many, like, balls in the air right now. It's like, if I actually had time to, like, go for a run or a bike ride, like, you feel like, oh. Yeah. 
okay. But then somehow I'm, I'm finding myself scrolling through, like, stuff that, you're right, does not matter. It doesn't matter. We, like, we've been camping every weekend, and we don't really get the best service out there. Like, we don't have any internet. I get a little bit of phone service. So I'll miss, like, a whole weekend of, like, Instagram and Facebook, and I'm finding you're right. Like, you're like you, you don't get, you don't, you don't care. Like, I come back. in there. I do, on Sunday night, I found myself scrolling, like, catching up on everybody's stuff on Instagram. But I'm like, honestly, if I didn't see these photos, it wouldn't affect my life in no. any way. Like, no. I, I kind of feel that way about the news. If, you know? We don't watch the news anymore. Yeah, like, turning off the news. Like, Greg loves to watch the news. Yeah. He, he needs to watch it every day and every night. Like, he has to be on first thing in the morning and when he goes to bed. But when he's not home... Don't turn it mm-hmm. on, and I, I'm, you feel better. Yeah. Because you're not turning on to COVID numbers are blah, and yeah. somebody's dying, and somebody got shot, and I'm just like, just feel so much better not knowing. Yeah. So I need to, I think I need to restructure my bubble. So what's your plan? I don't know. You don't have one yet? No, I don't have one. Maybe I should go back to work. <laughs> I don't know. I think that I need to figure out what I want to be, what I know. That's not true. Yeah. That's not what I mean. No. I just, I just need to... Uh, where to make, focus your energy like what make about, better use of my time have you heard of like the time blocking thing like a lot of like really productive people do this it's like you actually set time in your day for whatever so you could say mm-hmm. like between 7 and 8 p.m is my social media time and that's like when you post about the podcast that's when you scroll and at 8 p.m you turn it off or okay and then but you can't like say no to that because eight to nine p.m. is my shower and bath bomb time. <laughs> Whatever. You know what I? You know what I think of when I hear you talk about that? It's like being on a diet. Oh, you know what I mean? Too it's like for you? It, it's like you know when you're like, okay, well, I'm gonna eat my lunch or my breakfast between this time and this time, and these are the foods I'm gonna eat. Yeah. And, and then I go, this is a great idea, and you become really good, and you start losing weight, and then you're like, fuck that, give me the fucking potato chips. Yeah. I see what you're saying, yeah. for sure. I don't want to live my life in a structure, yeah. but I do need to find something else. Like, what did we do before the internet? We read books. I think maybe that's what I need to do. Sudoku. I don't I don't know. Yeah. Write. What people people write? used to write journals. I like I I like the idea of it, but my ha- I can't write for long periods of time. Oh. I have, like, I think it's from, like, all the typing I do in my life now. Like, when I have to write, like, my writing is so messy it looks so bad. Like I, I remember when I was planning my first podcast, I had this notebook and I was like writing a bunch of ideas in it. I just thought, I'm okay. I'm going to write it instead of typing it. And it was so messy. I could barely read it. It was just, I'm like, what is, maybe that's something I should do is practice writing. And I would say there's no wrong, nothing wrong with typing it. But the problem with typing it is then you're once again on a computer. Totally. And then the alerts, you have to almost, I've heard of some comedians, they write their jokes or whatever. Right. But they put themselves on a computer that has no, internet access so it's like no distraction at oh. all you just sit there and you or authors or whatever right you just write and yeah. not don't worry about the you just sit there and, and write commercials that's what i <laughs> i've been having so much fun making these dumbass commercials for these yeah. podcasts they're so funny <laughs> well i think so and i like of course you don't hear any feedback with people like my commercials or not but as i'm writing them and making them i'm like mm. laughing <laughs> laughing my full head off well we know that you think you're the funniest person ever but you I guys know. should let us know what you think of the commercials have you bought any of the products <laughs> <laughs> or would you buy any of them <laughs> tell us which product you like the best totally okay i have something i want to talk to you about yeah what so you know like the the term like white lie or like fibbing mm, yeah how when is it okay to do so and when is it like why don't you just tell the truth 
I think a white lie is good if telling the truth would hurt somebody. Like, do I look fat in these jeans? Okay. So, yeah. and you can tell me if I look fat in these jeans if I have another pair of jeans that I look better in. Ah, uh, okay. Well, but you know what I mean. That yeah. type of thing. Okay. Or, or when your husband, when you cook your husband dinner and you're like, do you like what I cook for you? He better say fucking yeah. Okay. What about when like you and me made plans mm-hmm. and I just don't really want to go or something better came up like I'm I don't know I'm like hanging out with my friends and I'm supposed to come over here and I text you and say I'm just not feeling that good what would you what do you think of that okay well I understand it but and it depends on like if you know your friends you know their reaction so if you called me and you're like I'm just not feeling it I'd be like okay so you wouldn't need to white lie me yeah but you have those friends and I have those friends who'd be like, oh my God, I've made these plans and you always do this to me and you're the worst and I hate you and I'm just mad at you and you've disappointed me. But then you deal with them being mad at you. So like the way I see it is a situation like that. Did did this happen to you? Well, I've got a funny story I'll tell you in a second from this weekend. (laughs) But like the way I see that kind of stuff is like, I would rather somebody tell me like, I'm actually hanging out with my friends already. I know I was supposed to come there, but, like, I'm, I'm kind of caught up and, like, I just can't make it. If somebody tells me they're sick and then I find out they're lying, I'm like, why can't you just tell the truth? Like, I would rather know. Do you know what I mean? Like, I would, but are have... you that asshole who overreacts every no, time somebody... and But the problem, like, I think that my goal in life and as I go forward is I want to surround myself with people who aren't going to react that way. So, yeah. like, maybe it's, like, a test. Like, if you're going to freaking overreact because I'm telling you the truth like I don't know if you're really gonna be in my circle much longer I find it's like a young woman thing yeah you know like it's like it's to the point now if somebody says they're sick and which are you like you know what I mean like not that it happens that much to me but yeah so with COVID right you can use that excuse anytime that it's like the new excuse because people are well maybe not as much anymore or somebody I know is sick or totally I might have been exposed right use that as an excuse so this weekend we were camping Mm -hmm. and we had a friend come out with his daughter to visit us just for the week for one night and the next night he was supposed to go to his dad's girlfriend's 65th birthday so it was like we'll spend the night with you guys maybe spend the afternoon leave your campground around like two or three and then drive straight to my dad's house have a dinner okay cool well we're really fun people. So he ended up having a lot of fun and he didn't want to leave. His daughter made friends. Like they just didn't really want to leave. So we were like joking around and we're like, do the COVID thing. Say she has COVID. And he actually did it. Like he sent his dad the message that said, oh, you know, like my daughter, whatever. I'm not going to say her name. Um, she, she's not feeling that great. And I just don't really want to expose you guys in case or whatever. Right. So it backfired on him and they said, no, that's okay. We're both vaccinated. We don't really mind as long as she wears a mask when she's here. <laughs> so already that's like so funny to me. I'm like, now you have to bring her and she has to pretend to be sick and put this mask on just oh. because you don't have it in you to tell the truth. Like, oh my God. we got caught up. We're having fun camping. Like, I'm sorry. We have to miss the birthday. Maybe we'll see you on Monday. Right? Like, that's well, what... it probably meant a lot to them that they came. Totally. And you'll find out why in a minute. Okay. So it's, but to me, like the whole time that I, like, we're, there's this whole like funny thing. I'm like, oh my God, like you're going to have to put a mask on her. Like, like you should have just told the truth. Like that's such a crazy thing to lie about. You should have just said like, we are camping and having fun. Like we're having a good time. So anyways, he ended up staying that the night again. And the next morning he, 
I think his brother must have ratted him out, like, because he knew where he was. And he got the message, oh, I hope she's feeling better. The fresh air probably helped, pretty much saying, like, yeah. I know you're camping. Yeah. And then it was, I just wanted to let you know I got engaged last night. Oh. <laughs> so that's why he wanted everybody there is because it, like, actually was a big deal. <laughs> but I'm like, if he, if, like... All of this could have been avoided by just people being honest. Like, hey, I'm going to propose tomorrow. Like, do you mind actually showing up? Or, like, Man. why does that have to be a secret? Like, maybe he was worried that it would, like, somehow Look, it she would... It was obviously find... a secret in... I would, totally. I would hate to be proposed to that way. In front of you. I know. I totally agree. That's yeah. a whole separate <laughs> conversation. But I'm like, why? You should have just said. Like, it tur- he yeah. knows now. And, like, it, it, we're all laughing about it. And I don't think the dad is actually mad. Hopefully not. But it's, like, this kind of stuff of, like... I'm sick. It's like, just be honest. honest I don't yeah. see the point. I, I of... agree. I agree. But it, I know that, like I've said, I've got other people in my life that honesty would just result in drama, drama, drama that I don't want to deal with. And so then I would be like, okay, what can I say so that... They're not going to ask questions and I can just get out of this? Mm-hmm. Hmm. It may, it may have been a while since I've had to do that because I don't really, I don't have any yeah. friends right now. There's no obligations yeah, anymore. No obligations. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that most people in my life now would be like, dude, I'm just not feeling it. I've got a couple people, like, and you're right, it hasn't, it's been a while, but like, there's this one person I can think of in particular who, like, you would make plans with, and then all of a sudden, like, they have a cough or their stomach hurts or like I just really can't come because of my grandma's birthday or I'm like every single time like stop making plans with me then like yeah. if you don't want to go like I'm not offended I would I'm more offended that you're feeling like you need to lie to me and like yeah. it's gonna make now I don't even like I'll never make a plan with that person again yeah but it's like for me like I know I get that instinct sometimes it's like oh my god like I like, I often double book myself or, like, book myself, like, two backup things. Yeah. And then one of them ends up being too fun. And, like, I don't want to – I can't make it to the next one. But then it's, like, huh, sorry. Like, I'm on the front lawn drinking. And it's, like, I'm in too deep. I'm sorry. I'm not going to make it. Or yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. Like, I think, like, people hopefully would appreciate the honesty. I do. Then, you know, like, I, I know with my – so, the other day I had called my daughter last month. And I was, like, okay, Greg's away for the week. I'd like to go out to Victoria. And she's, like, okay – See if I can get some time off. And then she didn't call me back. She didn't call me back. And I called her. I called her the day I was supposed to leave thinking, well, obviously I'm not going out there. And she's like, oh, sorry, I didn't call you back. And I'm like, you know what? If you if you don't want to see me, if yeah. you're Too not busy. feeling it, if you like you're not feeling it yeah. i'm cool like but i think it's just hard say for i'm somebody. not feeling it i think that's a very hard thing to say is like hey do you want to go for a beer not really but it's like oh no i'm i'm busy or whatever right like i don't even know if i could be like i just really don't feel like it like to certain people i think i could yeah. but certain people sometimes you just end up doing it because you don't want to hurt their feelings and but then I, you usually end up having fun when you do yeah but I think people, I, as a, I would love it if everyone in my life could just do the whole, you know what, I'm, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. And or then like, if I could do that back, like, oh, thank God. Because sometimes people just, like, don't, like, you make those plans out of obligation. Well, I haven't seen you in forever, and we made plans to, like, go for a walk or whatever because yeah. we need to catch up. And it's, like, the day comes, and you've you've been running around like a crazy person. you just, like, I don't really freaking want to make small talk with anybody right now. Like, I kind of yeah. want to just be at home. But then you go anyways, and you're, like, dragging your ass. And you're right, it does end up being fun. But, like... Or you could just go, I don't know, I kind of, I might have COVID, so I can't make it for the walk. <laughs> it's just, like, interesting how that's, like, the new, I guess you can't 
once people are all vaccinated, you can't really use that as much anymore. But. Well, well, there was a, there was like, you know, I know you're not watching the news, but there was an outbreak, outbreak at the Foothills Medical Center and seven of the staff or 12 of the staff and half of them had been fully vaccinated. What? Yeah. Oh, don't tell me that. <laughs> yeah. But just because they've tested positive doesn't mean they exhibited any symptoms. Yeah. You know, it didn't talk about symptoms. It just said, you know, that four of these people that have COVID with variant whatever and isn't that what the point of like the vaccination is is? like so they're they're positive but like they're probably fine they might have a little sickness but they're not gonna die and i guess that's what they're saying that the whole idea is that well now you won't die so i'm like okay i'm in like expose me cough in my mouth at the stampede (laughs) i want it (laughs) well i don't know if i want it but no i'm just I think that being vaccinated does make me feel safer. I mean, yeah. we're only got one shot. You must only have one I shot, I only too. have one, too, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I honestly, like, I already kind of was living my life because I didn't really care. But yeah. now I feel better doing it around other people because I don't feel like I'll get judged as hard. <laughs> like, well, I'm half vaccinated. Exactly. So. The whole judgment factor. Huh. Yeah. Should we do a... What, what the fuck? fuck you got one? Yeah. Okay, let's take a break. Okay, let's do it. Ding. It's time for our favorite segment... Wine and what, what the, the fuck? <laughs> and today's wine is the same as last week's wine. Because <laughs> it's actually the same day. Gato Negro. I, I it's love fine. It. It's actually growing on me. I don't yeah. actually mind. I'm pretty, it was 10 bucks I think I spent. Mm, I got a bit of a buzz on. Yeah, perfect. Cheers again. <laughs> it might be heat stroke though. It's hot as balls in here. <laughs> no, this is great. You should You should have been here yesterday. I don't this know. Is... I didn't realize you were so poor you couldn't afford air conditioning. <laughs> God. Okay, so for those of you who haven't been to Alberta, we have hot weather two weeks, three weeks of the year. <laughs> yeah. And then and it's and during that three weeks, I'm like, I need air conditioning. And then before you book an appointment, it's raining or snowing. A hundred percent. So then you don't. But Yeah. You just suffer. But, like, it's so hard to sleep. Like, even last night with air conditioning, I was having a hard time sleeping. You know what? I don't want to hear your bullshit about, I'm so cold and handing you inside. It's true. Fucking bullshit. (laughs) During the day, I get so cold working, I go outside to warm up. (laughs) Oh, my God. And it's, like, muggy, too. I sit out there. I'm like, yes. (laughs) So nice. I hate you. I'm going to come and work at your house. I'm going to set up my dual screens over at your house. I have two screens that are back-to-back for me. Yeah, but then I'm going to be clicking and it's going to annoy oh, you. Oh, uh, that's true. <laughs> Are you an aggressive clicker? No. I feel like you're like a delicate. You probably like only type like one. You're so like chill. You're like, do, do, do. I have to listen to podcasts while yeah. I'm there, you know, but I could put in headphones. Totally. Yeah. I feel like we could make this work. I could make it work. Yeah. We could share an office. It'd <laughs> be just like downtown. We'll just instead of coming back downtown, me and Monica will just share an office. Does that work? <laughs> you you've never had to share an office with any anyone. Right? Yeah, me and Chelsea did. Oh. When I came back from my second mat leave. Hmm. Did it work? Yeah, it was fine. Chelsea's chill. Hmm. But then eventually she left and took over that middle office. Hmm. It was like when we were downstairs on the second. So floor. me and Amanda work in the same office tower, office building, which we haven't been to in over a year, but. <laughs> I, my office is actually, doesn't have a window. It's a really large office oh, without a window. yeah. And I cannot, I will not, I'm going to refuse to work without a window. There are other smaller offices with windows. Which office with would windows. you take? Any, oh, any. Interesting. I'd move to Brianne's office to begin with. Sorry, yeah. Brianne, I'm taking your office. Yeah. And uh, then I will move to that little teeny tiny, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care how big my office is anymore. You need a window. I don't blame you. I can't. Like, 
because you especially in the winter you get there in the dark you work in the dark like without a window yeah and you're like what's the weather like i'm like oh it's beautiful out. <laughs> monica has no idea what's happening <laughs> yeah but the the cool thing about being where i am is no one could see what i'm doing and just sit there and dick around facebook all day you know <laughs> it wasn't actually working <laughs> okay what's our what the fuck all right let's get her done before you share all our work secrets and everybody knows <laughs> that's not true i feel okay. like i can smell myself really i think we don't good? have smell a vision i can't smell you so i could <laughs> because I smell just as bad. <laughs> okay, this is an uh, Am I the Asshole? Am I the Asshole for not wanting my wife's nephew with us anymore after finding out he's been taking my underwear? Another underwear one? Did we do another underwear before? The kid was sniffing his mom's oh, underwear. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did a... This one is... As far as I know, he's not sniffing it. It doesn't What else sniffing. do you need underwear for? I guess put it on your face while you... Which <laughs> 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 would be sniffing it. Wearing it? <laughs> Okay, I'm 29, male, in this bizarre situation at the moment and need others' input. My wife's nephew is 18, was having problems with my sister-in-law, his mom, for a while. We don't know the full details, but considering how awful she is as a person, we didn't blame him for wanting out of the house. His dad is not in the picture. The rest of the family lives too far away where he, where he's going to school and his job, and he asked if he could come and live with us, and we were more than happy to help him out. Don't know when exactly the situation started, only that I began noticing over the last couple of months that my boxer briefs were going missing whenever it was time for me to do the laundry. As in, I'd only find a couple in the hamper when I tried to do laundry, and I thought it was weird, but didn't think anything of it. I kept it in the closet, so figured maybe they fell out when I tossed all my dirty clothes in there. But it started to get even more noticeable when I actually had to buy more because I had no idea why they were disappearing. <laughs> My wife just thought I was losing them by not paying attention. How do you lose your underwear? Maybe lose a pair, but not like all of them. <laughs> okay, well, anyways. Then I went to the storage room, guest room, where her nephew was staying. Oh, and I was no. looking for some supplies. We kept there in the closet. And then I found a laundry bag in one of the drawers. All of my underwear were in there. A whole big pile were stuffed in there. And I couldn't believe it. And I asked my wife first if she had any idea about this. And she was just as surprised as I was. We had to sit down with him. Didn't bring up what I found. But asked him directly if he knew why my dirty underwear was disappearing from my hamper. He tried playing dumb at first. He's a horrible liar. And when we told him what we found. It was an awkward conversation. He kept refusing it. It was him who took it and then when he did confess he didn't want to say why honestly i just feel grossly violated he was looking through my hamper and taking my underwear for god knows how long keeping them hidden in his room for i don't know what reason and it was uncomfortable thought my wife fully supported when i told her i'm not comfortable with him staying with us anymore and we sent him back to his mom's her whole family is upset about it my wife confided in her her other sisters what happened and she decided to inform the whole family they admit that it's kind of gross but it's not like he was stealing money and we shouldn't have thrown him out for only that reason my wife is getting it the hardest because they're her family and i feel bad for her being caught in this however i'm just no longer comfortable having him here knowing he was doing that am i the ass no it's actually really sad that like <laughs> him going back to his mom is so bad it's like ruining the family like so how bad is it with his mom and like that's probably why he's fucked up is he, i don't know like there's something going on with that yeah. kid something you know okay 18 year old kid he's still 
I still consider him a boy at 18. So I don't know what's going on with that kid, what he's doing with those underwear, but it's, it's weird. It is. You know, it's something that you're going to get caught for. It's, it's weird. And And you know what? Like if that was his only thing, I don't know if I, I don't know if I would have thrown him out. No. Especially if. Not if it's that bad as his mom's. Yeah. If he's got some issues, like. Yeah. trauma issues and i don't know what's going on he's sniffing those underwear he's masturbating to them he's gay i i don't know put some on not that that makes you gay i should i should retract that yeah. that doesn't make you gay that's crazy no. but whatever his issue is his fantasy i mean they need to just set the boundary of no more taking my underwear yeah like okay like we don't really like that in this house and like if that's something you need, like, let we can talk about other options. Like, we'll buy you a pack and we'll, those can be the one. Like, I don't, I don't know. I like, don't know. But it's, like, the problem is if this kid is, like, he's not going to admit what his thing is or whatever. So, like, if you're at the point now where you've just got this kid who wants to constantly do that but he's not willing to talk about it or work on it, that's, I think, when the issue would become more of an issue. Like, if you could actually walk this kid through it and like do some counseling on him but then again it's like are these people equipped to have somebody in their house that has all these issues well, they're quite, he was quite young himself he's 28 right yeah and like i know that me at 28 i probably would have just went okay like i can't handle this yeah you know i just can't just go home like i don't want to deal with you i don't like, want to deal with this and really like that's the problem with a lot of these people like we've got somebody in our family who's just like She's so messed up because she's only 13, but her mom is like the worst human you've ever met. And it's like, she's set up for such complete disaster. Yeah. And it's like... Is it someone in your life? Um, it's, uh, Car- it's somebody in Carson's family. And it's like actually really shitty to see and watch because it's in almost too deep. Like a 13-year-old is like almost like too... Like there's just too but many... Look at this story of my sister. It's actually a good point. You know, like that's a great point. You know, my sister was traumatized, and but the, okay, but the the thing is, is okay. I was about to say, like she, this person in our life, like I'm like she needs some sort of like positive, um, role model, role models around she her. She just needs someone to love her. The pro- like you hear the story with like foster kids all the time is like when they're so, like you have like a really fucked up traumatized kid who yeah. like even seven eight nine ten years old sure. whatever right they've had nothing but shit they're like and then they move into like a lovely home where it could be good but they're such a problem child because they don't know any better yeah and then the the really good family has good intentions but they just can't do they it can't because do it's it, too yeah. hard because yeah. the kid's already too fucked up. It's like you hear of that and like that's kind of where my brain goes sometimes. It's like this person needs a lot of help, but there's nobody around them that has the skills or the knowledge or the time to help. Yeah. And I'm like, it's just really sad to see that when you're like, you're too fucking broken. And like, I don't. And even at 13, you can be too fucking broken. And it especially when trauma starts super young. Yeah. Or when you just don't feel like, like I was talking to, I'm not going to like, whatever. We were talking about it today and it was like. Um, well, I can't say I'm the perfect parent and they said the same thing. And it's like, but we've all made mistakes, but our kids know that they are so loved. And I think that is the main thing. It's like, you can yell at your kids, you can make mistakes. You can like, I don't know, whatever the mistakes over the years have been with that all these people have done. But I think the kids that get like truly fucked up or is when they like, don't feel that love. Right. Yeah. You you know what I'm talking about? You feel like you're alone. 
Yeah. And like, that's when like the true deep seated trauma happens. And like, then that's all these issues. And I don't know how I, it's cause it happened. I had the conversation today. It's fresh in my head and it's just like really freaking sad. So then the person I was talking to was like, well, I could probably take her in, you know, when she's 16 and she can decide she doesn't want to be with her parents anymore or whatever. And I'm like 16. I'm like, and then you have to deal with this, this three more years of this. But what makes her think that she'll be ready at 16? Because she won't. She she might not be. I think yeah. she was just saying, like, yeah. at 16 is kind of when you can say, like, I don't want to, like, it's not, like, stealing them from their parents, right? Like, isn't there some sort of thing? Like, at 16, you can decide. I think it's even younger. Is it? Oh, much younger. maybe. Like, I, I don't know why she just, that's just yeah. the, the age that she said. Like, she's, she thinks that she's going to let her live with her mom for another three years? Oh, that is what it is. Like, if that's what, she wants to, right? She wants to move in with her mom and, like, where she's with her dad is... Is kind of like she's not nobody gives a fuck about her at that house either so it's mm. she's living her life like where she's just kind of like there like isn't that ugh breaks my fucking heart yeah <laughs> like, we, like so then you see this like 18 year old kid with the underwear and it's like who the hell knows what happened in his life right yeah. and it's like these people probably you're right it might not be the worst thing and like is sending him home to his family like the aunt like his who knows what kind of mommy? Maybe it's better to be there and keep buying but, new underwear and let him do it. <laughs> but it's it's hard because it. My guess is the underwear is not the only issue. Mm-hmm. You know, like the mom is a horrible person. Now you're dealing with this 18 year old who has emotional issues yeah. that you may not be able to cope with. Well, and that's the problem. And then all of a sudden it becomes your problem, and then it takes over your whole life, and then that's going to cause issues in your marriage and all yeah. that stuff. And are you willing to take that on? Like I go back to that foster family situation. It's like, I love the idea of like taking in kids that need help, but I'm like, I don't know if I'm actually the right kind of person to do that because it would take over my whole life. I would get so wrapped up on it and I would fail at everything else in my life. Like my marriage would suffer. My relationship with my own kids would suffer. you, You probably could do foster kids, just not the ones who've had extreme trauma. Fair, fair enough. You know, totally. But I'm like, ever since I had kids, when I see a kid that's like, I don't know, I just have so much more empathy like for kids now because I'm like, you used to be a baby and then stuff happened to you and now you're like this little shithead running around and like, you know, like you see like dirty kids at the park and I'm like, where are your parents? <laughs> like, cause I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're just I like, do. you don't, I don't know. Like I've definitely made bad decisions and my kids have been dirty at parks before. Like, well, well you know, like that was a bad example. Back to but. the underwear issue, like a couple episodes ago we were talking, we had my sister on and we were talking about her traumatized relationships with her mom and how she came to live with me. Not for very long. And it was because I couldn't handle it. Right. Like she was off, like she was 16 and I was 25. I think I would have been 25. And she was like, uh, she was seeing this guy who was nearly 40 years old. And my rule was like, okay, well you can't see this guy. And she was off sneaking out. See this guy. You had little kids, or like you're. No, I didn't. You but didn't I'm 25. Yeah. You don't have the time. I'm or 20, the, like, yeah. do you remember what it's like to be 25? Barely. Like all you, like you're self-centered. Yeah. And all you're thinking about is yourself, and you have this sister, and you're like, I can't fucking deal with this. I made this rule. Go home and let, go home. Then. Yeah. Like you're just. You're young. But then when that keeps happening, it's like you're somebody else's problem. You're somebody else's problem. Then the mom's going to send him back. And then, yeah. and then this poor kid has felt their entire life like I'm. Like they're nothing. Yeah. They're not worth nobody anything. wants to put time into into yeah. being with me like yeah. and that's 
Honestly, like, I want to help that 18-year-old kid. <laughs> the underwear guy? Yeah. Underwear guy? Oh, yeah. 18-year-old is a little old, though. It is, for sure. Yeah. I just feel like it's just really sad. Like, I know that, like, I, we know if you guys listen to this podcast, like, I'm a dick to my kids sometimes, but, like, I fucking love them, and I will never make them feel unloved. Like, it's yeah. just so heartbreaking to, ugh, breaks my heart. Yeah, it is. And on that, on that happy note... <laughs> Should we wrap this fucker up? It's sure? gonna be my new tagline. Let's wrap this fucker up. <laughs> Thanks everybody for tuning in to the It's Really None of Our Business podcast. <laughs> Join us on all social medias on YouTube, Facebook. We're not on Snapchat, but Instagram. No, we're not on Snapchat. <laughs> YouTube. Go to YouTube. Yeah, check us out. We're Watch. funny. We're yeah. good. I don't look at this episode though. It's I look really bad. <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> check it out. If you're listening to it on the podcast, check out Amanda how bad she looks and yeah. comment in the comments. True. Please. <laughs> But like, don't say anything to me, and I don't have it. In Amanda's me. hot. She's I'm always having hot. A, having a rough day. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. It's none of our business. 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 Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to It's Really None of Our Business podcast with Monica and Amanda. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, you know all the places. If you've enjoyed this podcast, tell your friends and please rate and review us where you can. If you are brave enough to reach out and ask us for advice, we will definitely read it out on our show. We'll totally keep your name anonymous. So what do you got to lose? You can reach us by email at ask.noneofourbusiness at gmail.com. Looking forward to hearing from you guys soon. Ciao.